Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, back on the Lake Show. Matthew Collar in for Henry Lake of Purple Insider. If you haven't checked that out, purpleinsider.com. And joining me from Sumer Sports, formerly of Pro Football Focus, he has been on here with me when I fill in before. Eric Eager, also a Minnesotan. And Eric, I feel like I have the perfect Minnesota native topic, which is how jaded should Vikings fans be as they look at an 8-1 and one start to their season? Your thoughts? Oh, wow. I, I, I did write an article for Purple Insider, my, in my opinion, the, the best uh, outlet for Vikings news about how they kind of reminded me of the, the 06 club. I'm, I'm moving off of that a little bit. I, I think that, you know, Vikings fans, you know, th- this team kind of reminds me a little bit in both good ways and bad ways of last year's Rams team. And, and so, you know, does that mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? Does that mean they're going to make a deep run? No, but th- I do think that there are some characteristics that should make Vikings fans pretty optimistic this year. Okay, so I, I like the comparison because – the Rams last year were really driven by megastars. Like at, at every turn, if they needed something big, they got it from Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham, and Vaughn Miller show up. It was just like stars only on that team, and the rest was filled in with whoever was around. It sort of feels the same way with the Vikings, where it's Justin Jefferson makes God's reception, and then you have Patrick Peterson with two interceptions. He's going into the Hall of Fame at some point. Like It's been their stars, Zadarius Smith, Daniil Hunter. These guys are getting sacks, and everything else is a little rickety, but that's enough sometimes, like big players making big plays at the biggest times to at least put you at the top of a very mediocre NFC. Yeah, well, and you, you just hit it, right? Like, the, the NFC is not good. You even saw the Eagles last night lose to the – they're always going to be called the Washington football team to me. Like, you know, the Washington football team takes down the Eagles last night, and you just see kind of how mediocre it is. But you, you also hit on something, and this was, I think, you know, one thing that you talked about, and, and we – you know, the Vikings team has been injured at the margins quite a bit over the last few years. And one of the ingredients of the Rams, you know, sort of doing well was, you know, they, and they, the Vikings haven't done this, but like they trade away their top picks. They get guys on the bottom rung of the roster and those guys like aren't great, but they're not hurt. And, you know, the Vikings, when you look at like their injury report week to week, now I know it got a little worse last week, but, like, week to week, that injury report is a lot smaller than everybody else's team is. And we saw that that's the Los Angeles Rams influence um, from, you know, the, the Rams having, I believe, out of the last eight years, 
you know, seven of them in the top like 10 in terms of football outsiders adjusted games lost metrics. So, you know, it's, it's the stars and scrubs and the scrubs staying healthy is a huge deal uh, for the Vikings. And the, the last part is their stars at premium positions, edge with the Darius Smith, left tackle with Christian Darrisaw, wide receiver with uh, Justin Jefferson, and corner with Patrick Peterson. Like, those are, you know, those guys are playing like stars, and, and, and the other guys are not a disaster. How does one put into context what Justin Jefferson is doing? I, I feel like it reminds me of peak Julio Jones, where the Atlanta offense could be mostly Julio Jones, and then other people just kind of do your jobs. And, and that's what it was on Sunday. Like, TJ Hawkinson made a good catch, and Adam Thielen made a good catch, and Delvin Cook had one run, but it was a really good run. And, like, that's kind of all you need when one guy will do absolutely everything else. Yeah, and, and this is a franchise that has had great wide receivers. Chris Carter was my favorite player growing up, Randy Moss. But, like, it's, it's weird because this kind of reminds me of that 0-2 Vikings where they go Moss, and then it was, like, Dwayne Bates, Derek Alexander, Byron Chamberlain, and, like, no one else. And, we, and the Vikings back then were really, like, they couldn't win. They won six games. They, you know, they were limited. And, like, that was, that's what makes Justin Jefferson, what he's doing, so much more impressive because the rest of the offense, like, Adam Thielen is, you know, we, we lost him. Like, we've seen the last of him, I think, as an elite player. You know, K.J. Osborne's fine but not great. Um, and, you know, they're not getting much out of the tight end until they, they traded for T.J. Hawkinson. And they're still winning football games because Jefferson is just above and beyond. I mean, this is, this is like Randy Moss plus right now uh, as far as what they're getting out of him. I mean, he was double covered on that play in overtime and Kirk hit him between two guys. Like I, I just, it, it, he's doing things at the wide receiver position that I don't even think we've seen Randy Moss do uh, in a Vikings uniform. Yeah. I saw a lot of people after that game getting defensive about Randy Moss. Like, look folks, Terry Bradshaw played for the Steelers and then Ben Roethlisberger did. You can celebrate both of them. And what Jefferson is doing is putting his name right up there with Moss. Now Moss had this greater impact in the broad scheme of things with the franchise, right? Like he brought so many people into the Minnesota Vikings franchise uh, as fans, where of course, Justin Jefferson is not having that sort of iconic impact. But as far as his performance goes, he had, Seven contested catches the other day. If you have three, you had a monster game. Like that was one of the the, simply one of the greatest receiving games ever based on the degree of difficulty of the catches he made. It was not just one iconic catch. There were like five or six. He had a Chris Carter toe tap by the sideline. He had one where he went up over somebody for a touchdown. I mean, it was it was Superman stuff from him. Yeah, and it was kind of like back in the day when, you know, you and I would watch old Vikings games, right? And it's like they need a play, and Jeff George will run play action and throw the ball deep, and Moss is 15 yards behind everybody. You saw that, like, you're seeing that, and Moss had Carter with him, right? And Jake Reed, and, like, this is a guy who's kind of doing it all by himself. I know Cook has had some plays in the run game, um, but, you know, you look at the Saints game. They're reeling. They just gave up a game, a go-ahead score. Kirk just has to drop back and throw an alley-oop to Jefferson and they're in field goal range, right? You know, like last game, it's like you're watching this game and you're just like, when is, you know, it's just going to be Jefferson here. Like go to, Je-, you know, and it's, it just covers so much. And in fact, it, I think if you're a Vikes fan, the only frustration is why aren't you leading by 30 points? Because you just should do that every single play. But, you know, it's, the only frustration I think with this team is that they wait until he's needed before they do that when 
they could open up some really big leads on teams that they just went to Jefferson early and often in games. And I think that to me is the one I think that has been a perma frustration if you're a Vikes fan since Jefferson's been in the league. Eric Eager of Sumer Sports co-hosts the Sumer Sports Show with former NFL general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Great show. I've been listening to it lately. Uh, okay, with Kirk, it, Sunday was a great example. There's something you use as a saying that I'm going to steal from you, that he lit the house on fire and then put it out. I mean, <laughs> they, they got behind by 17 points in that game, and it's not to downplay what it took to come back because – in the second half, you could not have asked for anything more from Kirk Cousins. He looked like John Elway. Like making play after play, getting hit, getting sacked, and then making a play down the field. So all credit to, to come back in the game. But his overall statistics are the worst that he has ever had. Which, I, I guess, how do we reckon with what his numbers are saying, what his PFF grades are saying, but then with the fact that they're winning and he's come through five fourth quarter drives from Kirk Cousins, whoever would have thought. Yeah, I, I do, I've done a little bit of a calculation where if you look at Kevin O'Connell, uh, if you look at fourth down decisions, you look at two-point conversion decisions, and I think most importantly, you look at timeouts not wasted. He's added about a quarter of a win to this team, which doesn't feel like a lot, but a quarter of a win would be the second or third most valuable player on the team. Uh, if you look at like wins above replacement, I think you know Kirk's numbers – and, you know, Kirk has kind of been the same quarterback as he's always been. The issue is, it's like at the end of the last two seasons, they've been behind a lot in the fourth quarter and the, and the end of halves. And because Jefferson is so amazing, he can pick up 75 yards and a touchdown and sort of turn, you know, add a half a yard to his yards per attempt and add a touchdown to his ledger and add 75 yards to the whole thing. This year, because the coach has been, in my opinion, such a positive relative to previous coaches like they're not minus whatever 25 points in the two minute like they were last year they're not you know in you know they're not like getting you know worked at the end of the games because they don't have enough timeouts all this kind of stuff I think like makes the game less on Kirk Cousins shoulders and so the majority of the game Kirk is doing a lot of the same stuff it's third and eight and he's throwing a minus two yard check down to Alexander Madison he's doing all those same things I I think weirdly like Kirk is really good at picking apart a soft zone defense uh, that can't disguise coverages and stuff when they're behind, they're just behind less because of, you know, a, an easier schedule, of course, and, and b a better, you know, a defense that's making more plays and see a coach that is putting him in better positions. Like th- this is not to throw shade at Kirk cousins, but like Kirk's kind of always been this guy in neutral game situations. And because this team has gotten better results this year, most of the games are putting him in situations where averaging 6.6 yards per pass attempt is who he is and perfectly fine, I guess. You know, it kind of tells you about like the difference between the fantasy statistics and things like that and how much the situation really impacts what the numbers are because I think a lot of people, if you hadn't, I mean, if you hadn't looked at his numbers, you might say, well, this is kind of the best version that they've had because this is the one that comes through at the right times. But they've also just been behind in the fourth quarter five times in these wins, which just doesn't seem like it's able to sustain. So uh, put me in the right spot here because there's a part of me that says you can't just win every game by one score on a a fourth quarter drive. Like that's going to go wrong for you a couple of weeks in a row at some point. But there's also this Kirk Cousins who seems to be more confident flinging the ball up to Justin Jefferson, which I feel like could be a, a thing. Right, like that. If he's suddenly yeah. gotten the whole team behind him for the first time in his entire career, and the organization behind him, and and his coach says, 
Throw that ball up to Justin Jefferson. I believe in you. Like If he keeps doing that, suddenly his average depth of target has started to creep up, and he's been doing it more and more each week, that he could actually get better as he's gone along and kind of even out some of the things that maybe were lucky early in the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm an analytics guy, but like, there's an aspect of football where these things are connected, right? And and they're not any individual statistic for any player is not going to capture this. Like, there, you, you had a great tweet, I think, in the Washington game where you threw an interception at the end of the half. You said, "I like that throw," and I like that throw too. Like, I think that there's a part of going after, going attacking another team. You know, I said this on your your podcast, like right before the season. I was like, when you whenever you sign a quarterback to short term deals. He's pl- not only playing for you, but he's playing for his next team. And, you know, I don't know, Kirk is still on a short-term deal, but I get the impression that he has gotten some assurance from the folks in the building, like, look, Kirk, like, you can throw an interception. Things will be fine. And, and I, you know, you don't think that him going after and being aggressive and taking, like, hits, I mean, the guards for this team are horrendous. Taking hits and, and still standing in there and trying to make plays, that doesn't affect Patrick Peterson being aggressive on the ball late in the game. Like, I think, you know, you go as your quarterback goes and, you know, there's a part of this and like, you know, Kirk Cousins is kind of doing some of the things that his detractors, me, you know, one of them have wanted him to do for four years, which is stand in there, you know, be willing to make a mistake and and lead this team. And like, I think that there's, there's there's second order things where you look at this defense and they're doing things aggressively they're, they're, they're not afraid to lose, and it's, I think, partially because the quarterback on the other side is, is doing some things that are aggressive and, and it really a, a turncoat for him because in, in recent seasons it felt like for much of the game he was doing things not to lose. Okay, 30-second question here for you before we wrap up. You're from here. You are a Minnesota native, Eric. What was the team that, of any sport, you thought, this is for real, this is really going to happen? when you were growing up in Minnesota? Well, 98, that team lost on my 13th birthday to the Falcons <laughs> in the NFC Championship. So Tough. that was the one. But I think that's easy for everybody. But the one for me that really hurts is the 06 Twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, Liriano, uh, uh, Liriano Santana, you know, all you know, Marno, Bauer. Like, it, that team was that team was sad destiny, and they got slapped, of course. Mm. Uh, it does happen. It does happen from time to time around here. Uh, Eric, really appreciate uh, all of your time and your contributions to Purple Insider as well. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care. All right, we'll take a quick break. Matthew Collar in for Henry Lake. President Trump will talk at some point. We don't know when, but when he does, he will be on the air here. You will hear what he has to say. Uh, but it says on the TV here that he is expected to announce a 2024 run, so... I guess that is uh, potentially very big news. So we'll be right back here on WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 